Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Jesus' name, 
Amen. Again, we are here this morning to have a discussion about what a man wants or what a man needs. And we just want to talk to you and want to impart information in love about things that can maybe enhance your relationship or maybe just bring out some points that may not have been talked about before because a lot of times we hear the woman's perspective, but we want to give a man's perspective and we want to give it in love. Uh, brothers, are you here this morning? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I would like you to go ahead and introduce yourself and your church affiliation at this time. You can just go uh, whoever wants to start. Brother Hayden, you can go ahead and start. Okay. My name is um, Brother Daryl and Edward Hayden. Deacon Daryl and Everett Hazley. I'm with All Power Ministry, Pastor Gregory B. Reese, Co-Pastor Bed Reese, Norfolk, Virginia. And I'm uh, Brother Nikhil Lumar. I'm affiliated with, uh, I'm a deacon at First Baptist Church, Denby, in Newfoundland, Virginia. All right. We thank you, brothers, for being here with us on today. And we want to have this frank discussion and give a perspective as to the male point of view as to what a man wants and what a man needs. We, uh, as we talked um, earlier, we started out, and we will use this as a base scripture and just go on from there. And our base scripture that we're going to start with on this morning is going to be Proverbs 31, verse number 10. And we're going to start there. And Proverbs 31, verse number 10, it reads, that who can find a rich woman for her price is far above rubies, above rubies, brother. The heart <laughs> of those that safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. And brother, we just want you to dive right in and give your perspective, starting with that base scripture. We're just going to go from there in the name of the Lord. Amen. Okay. Well, of course, um, yeah. the Bible tells us. What I would like to do is beginning with that on that topic. We are here to say that the things that a man needs, or the things that a man desires, or the things that a man are looking for in a relationship, is very important because when we make a when we make a when we get into a serious committed relationship, that relationship is going to last for a long time. And if we can't have the things that we need in that relationship, you're going to get into it and you're going to be miserable. And that misery that you may perceive or you may have in a relationship can cause a lot wow. of difficulty. And so when we begin to look into the things that we need from the very beginning, and with the help of the Lord, we're going to pick the right mate or, or the right relationship from the very beginning. Amen? Amen. 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 And, um, so, I say the first thing you for is a, a woman that should have a sincere heart for God, who's a true believer and, and a woman of his word, that honestly constantly study the word and um try to live by the word to the best of her means. That's a that's a big 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 plus for me. Um I was blessed to have a woman, a wife, that uh she 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 really loved love. And she she learned the word. She went. She learned a lot um, at a young age. She learned of him at a young age. And to be honest with you, it's because of my wife that helped me grow stronger in my my walk with Christ. So she's been she's been praying for me for we've been together for 24 years. And in the beginning, I wasn't always this guy that I am right now. Even though I feel to believe that Christ was with me, <laughs> you know. Yes, I, I'm grateful to the woman that he imparted in my life because. Without her, me stumbling across her over the years, who knows where I, what terms I was made without her. So I'm grateful to my wife at the same time. I mean, I feel to believe it, it, it helps to have a woman that truly, truly have a heart for God. Yes, it does. Amen. That is the one of the, I would say, the most important thing in a relationship is you must be equally yoked. And that comes Amen. about if you love God and you love God, together with God leading you, now I know that there's always going to be underlying situations that come about, but we should be able to let our love for God 
overpower any obstacles that would come up and try to separate us. Because we know just through reading the word that the enemy Satan is, is all about division. But if we are able through our study and in, in God's word and through our following and being obedient to God's word, God is about unity. Yeah. And if we can follow him, we can overcome any situation. Amen. 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 And uh, it's, it's, it's on relationships, it's on individual relationships with Jesus Christ, in my opinion. I feel to believe as long as she have a true relationship with God and she is herself applying what she reads to her daily life, I mean, that in itself would make it a lot easier for, for, the, for the relationship. Especially if the man is a true man of God, as long as you're walking under the law, under the word, I mean, things will happen. Problems will come. Trials will come. But um, as long as you both go to God and you have him involved in everything, every 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 part of your life, it, it helps. It helps. It truly helps. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it does. Amen. 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 So you would say that. How can two walk together unless they agree? <laughs> Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. I have the, been doing the man a little is the real God. Excuse me? Uh-huh. I don't know. I said, say, the man agreement, the first agreement should be agreement in God. Yeah. That Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. That's the first and most important agreement you need to make. And then everything else is going to fall in place in, in God's time. Patience, patience with each other and with yourself also. You gotta have patience with yourself because we get a tendency to we we start reading and we start studying the word of God and we start putting people on a pedestal that we're not willing to stand upon ourselves. And so, with your personal relationship with God, you start holding yourself more accountable than you start holding people. I agree. My, I agree. And right. that's. That right there, it, it helps me. It helps me with my walk. I mean, I can't look at no one else and, and complain about what they're doing and what they're not doing if I'm not trying to do the right way and do the right thing. And at the same time, I can't forget about where I came from. Amen. we all fall short of the glory. We all, not one of us, all of us do. But Jesus, Jesus is the reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we all... Yeah. Came from somewhere. None of us came Amen. With, with an A1 rating. All of us had to shake off and change and had to empty out some baggage that we brought with us. And as we Amen. go to the Word, that Word will help us clean out that baggage that we brought along with us. Yeah, I don't take no baggage. The Bible yeah. says, Seek you first <laughs> the kingdom of God and all of His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So as we go deeper in the Word, God will add more to us. There are some things that we start when we first start out. There are some things we couldn't even handle if God took out some of the stuff that was in us, and He could put some of the stuff in us. There are some things that I, I had been kind of looking at uh, to prepare for this conversation, and I, I ran across this young gentleman that had put some things up that he was looking for. And these are some of his thoughts, but as I read them, I, I, I found out that some of them were really similar to some of the things that we want. And he said one of the first things that he would look for in any relationship is that the potential um, person that he's going to be in a relationship was, the first thing he said that she is kind-hearted. He says, and I'm not quite <laughs> sure how to explain this one. I feel like just that the word kind-hearted it in itself gets to the point. And it says, a woman True. who is thoughtful, loving, caring, who does small things for you for no other reason and that is that she loves you and you do it for her, you know, and, and that's an important part, you do it for her. It's a woman who, when she smiles at you, gives you a, a, just a certain wink or a certain, uh, certain nod. And, and, you know, those small things really add up. It said a woman who radiates warmth from her heart, 
This is a mm-hmm. woman that you would go to, that you were ready to go to battle with. Uh, can you guys elaborate yeah. and maybe agree or disagree and give me your, your thoughts on that? She opened, her mouth, she opened her mouth with kindness. And I believe yeah. that's, um, that's what catches me. A woman that speaks well of God and well of her husband and that keeps her household. Um, first of all, she got to have the love of God in her heart. A woman that speaks with, with, with kindness in her heart only has the love of God in her heart, you know. That that's what it, that's what attracts me spiritually and attracts me to my my wife. Uh, she has a way of, of being kind, you know, far above no other woman I've ever been with. You know, but I've never been this far uh, with a woman this long in one place. This is the one I um, believe God gave me because I I've never been with a woman this long. To put up with me, I'm not perfect, you know. This long in my life, she Amen. has to be God given. She has to be God given. And um, so, God, God definitely has a plan because I did not see this coming. <laughs> I did not see this. Right, I said eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard. Amen. And another part is about when men are signing for wife, signing for good things. But when you came Amen. to your spouse, were you actively seeking a spouse, or did just the Lord just put you two together in a situation where you were, you observed and you liked what you saw? Like I said, well, I did not see this coming. <laughs> I did not see this coming. Um, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, well, me, myself, well, I met my wife. I was That was the furthest thing from my mind of looking for a wife. I didn't have a desire of being married at that time. I didn't envision myself being married again, ever. And um, mm-hmm. over time, we regrew on each other. And she used to always, I always see her, she'd be praying all the time and talking about God all the time and Every once in a while, I would go to church with her or whatever, but it was like, okay, I'm just going to church with my friend. I'm a girlfriend. And uh, yeah. something happened to where I started getting more of a hunger for Christ myself. And uh, so to make a long story short, we got married in 2007. We were together for 10 years before we got married. I'm not, not saying shit do that, but. Like I said, I wasn't ready for it. Didn't know how to be a husband. Didn't want to be a husband. And um, just watching how she was praying and, and talking to God, and I always believed in God, but I never had a personal relationship to myself with him. Never had a desire to have one at that time. And um, just being with her made me want to have a relationship with Jesus. Just watching her walk and attempt to do the things she was trying to do, now, she wasn't perfect. We were not far perfect. But just watching that relationship that she had made me want to get one. I'm like, well, I'm one that, I'm this bad right. of a person. You know, I need to be forgiven. I need somebody that's going to forgive me, too, because I, I, I need this. Yeah. Um, so I started going to church, and when God really, really got my attention, I just, I started walking to church. There's an apartment complex for like eight years, and I started walking about two and a half miles to church every Sunday morning. I was oh, walking. man. Because uh, it was just, I started getting a hunger, and I, I wanted, I was searching for who I was in God. And uh, over time, you know, he started blessing me to see and started revealing things to me. And uh, in 2014, my son got injured on the football field. He was paralyzed for a while. And that was when I really made my mind up and said, okay, God, whatever it needs, whatever you need from me, you have me. I just pray that you can give me my son back. Within your will, to the best of his ability, within your will. And he gave me a miracle. He gave me a miracle. And Mm -hmm. my son was paralyzed for for a while. Now he's running, (laughs) talking. Walking, he had to like literally learn how to pick up a piece of bacon. And through the grace of God, he just gave him back to us. 
me and my wife, we sat, we slept in a, a twin hospital bed for almost three months. Because we, uh, wow, we would not sleep in our house until our son was able to come back home. Amen. And um, right now, mm. through the grace of God, I mean, I give him whatever I, whatever he desires of me right now. Jesus have it. He have it for me. And so yeah, I know I got to all To God be the glory. To God be the glory. And Amen. it's because yeah. of the woman he gave me right now that I'm able to become the man he desired for me. Yeah, sir. Amen. 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 Yeah. About tears, but the funny part is, but I'm I'm more compassionate than he is. All right. Pardon me. Oh man. Wow, that's heavy. When you go through a a situation together, and you're able to withstand that situation. It really brings, you know, we can put on a, a, a facade, if you would, for a little while. Facade. So mm-hmm. that's not going to last yeah. unless it's rooted and grounded in something that's true. It's not going to last for forever, you know, because when you first meet somebody, they're always going to give you their A game. But mm-hmm. after a while, you know, after you've been in a relationship for a while, then you begin to see who the real person is. And if that real Amen. person is rooted and grounded, it's going to make you closer, or it should make you closer. And if, uh, like you said, if you, you saw how she was praying, and you saw how the way that she was reacting, and you paid off of that, and it made you even more committed to what you were doing because you were following the Lord. Amen. Himself, and that hunger brought y'all closer together. Amen. That's that <laughs> another point that I want to bring out, and, and that is that the person that, we, that we're looking for, they should be intellectually challenging. And that, what I'm saying is, is you should be able to study the Word of God together, and you should be able to, I mean, each person should have an individual study time, but you should be able to, mm-hmm. be able to discuss the Word of God with her. And y'all, if, as you discuss the Word of God together, it would draw you even even more deeper together because, you know, that hunger that you have for the Word of God is going to come out. And if she is intellectually in a place where you can speak to her about things in the Word and she's not standing out with that, you know, like to look like what you're talking about because she's studying as like well. Like you're doing You know, we have mm-hmm. had some conversations here that I think that, you know, the outside world would think we were crazy, but because we both have been in the Word enough to understand some things in God, and in those conversations, God will well, God will reveal some stuff to you if you let it. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, that's true. I know that myself and um, I, when we come home, before we do anything home, we welcome the Holy Spirit in the house. But when we yeah. step inside. And then we, before we eat dinner, before we get into the the, the dealings of, of the house this evening, when she gets off, I don't give off. We come to the Word of God first. Now, right. she, she brought that on. She brought that. Uh, she started that because I wanted to do this uh, about a year ago. I wanted to sit down and, and, and I want my Proverbs 31 woman, you know. I'm working hard. <laughs> At this, and um, they just faded away. And then all of a sudden, uh, about a month, a month ago, a month and a half ago, she all of a sudden, baby, when we get home, we're going to start reading together. And it's been going on since then. Every night before we come home from work, it's, it's, it's the word of God first before we do anything. Amen. So I'm seeing God reveal my uh, third, Proverbs 31 woman day by day. He's shaping and molding this woman. Now, I shaping and molding. Didn't nobody tell us that shaping and molding would hurt? <laughs> it hurts a little bit. You, you know, I guess I guess when God puts you on that wheel and he starts turning it and and putting you where he, how he wants you to be, it hurts. Amen. But my, my wife, my wife and I, has, we're fighting to continue to do this every night together. There's our individual time 
purges of the wee hours of the morning minds and uh, is going into the wee hours of the morning. So it's like um, the evening time and the early morning time is covered in the spirit. You know, it's like God's got angels camped about us, surrounding us with a hedge of protection. When she prays at a certain time in the house, and I pray and read at a certain time in the house. But it starts with us together coming in the house from work that evening. Right. My my story is different. Um, I came out here, Virginia. Um, uh, I didn't. I mean, I didn't have. I didn't know a per a, a thing. I just my cousin, uh, my um, niece. I'm sorry. I only knew her. And my wife. Uh, she lived across the street. I didn't know her. She wasn't my wife then or nothing. But um, I started waving, and started saying hi. That's before I was in the world. My niece and I got into an argument, and uh, I ended up. She asked me to help her move, and next thing I know, I'm living with her, and we ended up fighting in the church. The pastor said, y'all can't uh, live together like this, so uh, we have to come together in marriage. And um, I've been married to her for, for about eight and a half years now. And, uh, and I think God had a lot to do with that. What do you guys think? I think he had a lot to do with that because I didn't know no one. But my niece out here, he put this woman in my life. I had nothing. I had nothing, nowhere to go. But she, I guess, seen something. It wasn't me. She had to see God in me, even in the world. And uh, and, uh, I almost got tears in my eyes when I think back to those days. And she had to see God in me because me, I wasn't then. Nobody wouldn't like me because... I was one of them roughnecks, I guess you can say, to put it mildly. But God, you know, he began to shape and mold me and her. And then we came together. But this woman now, um, in Proverbs 27, it says, She looketh well to her ways of her household and, and eateth not the bread of idolatry. She takes uh-huh. care of this house. Lakeisha takes care of this home. When I miss uh-huh. out on um, paying something, she's already there. All I do is just back up with the finances, right? I forget some stuff, you know. But she has this thing um, well in order. God has to help her out sometimes, though, but he always brings everything together. And I believe that's from reading together. Praying together, we don't pray together that much. But I know reading together, as long as we on the same page, I'm all right. We got to mm-hmm. be on the same page. Relationships, marriages, got to be on the same page. We have to be reading of uh, 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 um, Psalms 51 together, so we can uh-huh. God can speak both of us at the same time in the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, that's all. Well, I got right there. I mean, and there's there's more, uh, but uh, I ain't gonna give it all to you one time right now. Real good. <laughs> <laughs> more. I mean, it's it's just deep. Tears in my eyes when I when I think, you know, of what God has done. This woman, she was she had attitude. She was not the woman that I married. Now she, she's not. Now she's not the woman that I married. She was wild. Um, um, down for an argument at any time of the day or night. But now um, you can see um, God in her life, and God's opening up doors for her, you know. Amen. Man, it's just real powerful what God does. I didn't see myself marrying this woman. I said I really needed a place to stay when I met her, you know. <laughs> but God changed the whole thing around. See, man's ways is not like God's ways. Yeah, yeah man. I speak from experience on that part. Amen. Amen. You would say that God took that situation that may not have been what you thought it was going to be. You he had turned it all around. Let, 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 let's put it away. You had a scheme, but God had a plan. Yes, sir. You know, we, Amen. We, we Amen. thought one Amen. thing in our mind, but God turned that thing in our mind and he put it to the point where 
right now is is working in a whole different direction from what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, he flipped the whole the whole script. Yeah, now you're going to flip the script on on you completely. But you see, that's that's the thing we see that coming. It's it's pretty cool. One of the things that we had talked about earlier, and both all three of us kind of agree that one of the main things that we look for in a potential mate or potential spouse was communication, because the the very nature of a man is to kind of hold stuff inside. You know, we don't we don't Mm -hmm. talk like if a woman now if, if a woman. Her emotions, they're going to show a lot quicker than ours will. You know, we could be mad or upset or, or, or do something, but we're going to hold it inside. You know, we bend. We got to put up this facade when we tough. Don't nothing get to us. But deep inside, you know, mm-hmm. we hurt. Deep inside, we may be unsure. We may be a little bit afraid. But we can't let that out because we're going to take it out of our macho But when we learn how to me, Go ahead. Go ahead. To me, and that's the misconception that we have today of how a man should be. In my opinion, a real man, to me, don't walk around and just hold everything in, you know, because that's how you get all these ailments with the high blood pressure and all the sicknesses and stuff. You stress, unnecessary stress you shouldn't be walking with. I mean, yeah, something you don't just blabber out, but if there's something that's affecting you and affecting your household, I think within reason and you need to talk about it. You need to bring it up. You don't just walk with that up on your heart because this when you have all kind of malice and ill will start building up, and the enemy takes that and he turns that into hatred. And and then that's why we have so many divorces right now in America because mm. we sit down here. Everybody got this misconception that a man can't cry, ain't supposed to cry. A man ain't supposed to do this. Oh, you just weak because that's a bunch of lies from the pit of hell, and I can't believe in none of that. Because me, myself, I'm an emotional guy from time to time. I'm compassionate. You know, Jesus Christ is compassionate. He will. So why can't I cry? You know? And for real, and Come on now. in order to be to do that and to be, have, you got to have a real woman that can look at you and see you cry and understand that's not weakness, that's strength. You know? All right. But all of them have been programmed to believe Oh, man, that's why we got all these little young ladies right now walking around. I need a thug. And when you get that thug, yeah. he's beating up on you, and he's disrespecting you in any kind of way. You know, don't know how to give you respect, can't respect his mother, can't respect his grandmother. And then he's crying to God, for what? Because that's what you chose. That's what you look for. You didn't look for a real man. You look for a fool. Yeah. You know? So I think. We have a misconception in this world right now in America, in our in our, in our uh, demographics, should I say, on how a man and what a man should be, especially a man of God. Yeah, you know, that's just my opinion. Well, Amen. society, let's just say, media has put out you know the bad boy, and every woman is looking for the bad boy, so. Mm-hmm. We may may not even do it consciously, but even in our subconscious, we're gonna to try to put forth that persona of being the bad boy. So we, because we see the bad boy, you know, he got women flocking to him, but the guy that is mm-hmm. compassionate, the guy that does be able to show his feelings, they put him in as a whip or a nerd or whatever, and weak, and don't know what we want to be with him. But in reality, yeah. the one that's able to kind of show some emotion. You know, they may be the best one in the long run, but now let me kind of let's just dig into that a little bit. Um, Do you think, and and let me get your opinions on this, do you think it's why that we don't show emotions? We're afraid that we're going to be called weak, uh, that we're going to be called less than a man if we show our emotions? Some men do. We should have balance. Absolutely. We should have balance. They're always balanced, you know, balanced in everything. I mean, we're, we're able to show our emotions, but when we we uh, show the, the, the manly part uh, of us as well, you know, we cry when she cries, you know, and 
that um, and we man when it's when it's time for us to be to man up, you know, we do our part as the man, and um, and we do our part as uh, as connecting to the, the weaker vessel. I don't care how hard she thinks she, I think I should be, but uh, as long as I have God in my um, in my heart and mind, He's gonna guide me regardless. But so I should be the man at, at all times, but I should have a, a part of my heart that I should be sensitive to. And she shouldn't know that. And if she don't like it, what she needs to do is go, you know, fill out another application. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be what God called me to be. I'm gonna be that. Jesus, so he got important. Would you say that your your um that your mate should know you well enough that if you all want to uh if she, if she if you need a shoulder to cry on, that she's gonna let you cry on her shoulder. But she's yes. still going to respect you as her king? Yes, sir. There sure. you go. You did it right oh, on the nail. Definitely. Right All there. right. All right. You know, one of the other things that we were looking at, and that it, it kind of brings me to another point that this gentleman had on this, uh, on this that a woman should be uh, empathetic. She should be understanding. And definitely. not understanding... At a point that she's gonna like stocking back ammunition to use against you later, but understanding to the point that she is really gonna be compassionate, she's gonna have passion for you or compassion for you, and we're gonna be able to work this thing out, no matter whatever it is. You know, one one person may not be able to do it, but if, if both of you pull it together, you can be able to accomplish great things and many more things than you can yeah. be doing about yourself. You know what I didn't realize? I didn't realize that women, they have pride. They don't want to show the weaker side of themselves, although they were created to be the weaker vessel. They don't want to show their love, their kindness. They got to build inside of them. They don't want to do that. And That's um, the way society has branded them right now. Though. It's I not know. just them. It's, it's all of us. It's, it's not just the women. It's women and men. We are programmed to sit down and be women. They, women now. Yeah, well, well, I, I understand that, but we can't just bash them because it's both of us. I mean, we all are programmed to sit down and think independently. I'm going. We were this ind- this independent movement. I'm going. You know. I'm going. Okay, my apologies. Go ahead, carry on, carry on. <laughs> so they have this pride <laughs> on them, so it's hard for them to to uh, to become, you know, that passionate and and understanding wife because they don't want us. To see them as their weaker vessel, although they're built to be the weaker vessel. I know my and my wife. I'm gonna tell you this: my wife had a lot of pride, man. She she's got a little bit of it. I see it now in time. It kind of sticks its head out. But in the beginning, this woman was no. Nah, you supposed to do this, and she gonna act like that. And, and, and I'm gonna keep it 100 with you, you know. And um, but um. That whole that whole woman has a pride thing. I didn't know woman had women had pride. I thought they were supposed to be this and that, but no, they don't. They don't want them to see. They didn't want people to see them and who God created them to be. For some reason, it's crazy to me. Uh, a woman should always I be think, loving, kind, peace, love, joy. I think that was because of some of the things that maybe they had gone through that they had to put up a shield as oh. well to keep themselves from getting Definitely. hurt. Definitely. And so Definitely. they had the facade up that, you know, it, 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 it's like a dog before a dog, and, a, and I'm not calling one a dog, don't get me into that point at all, but what I'm saying is right. a dog will bristle before he bites. And when you see a dog <laughs> bristle up, a lot of times that dog may be afraid, but he's going to bristle at you, hoping that maybe that bristle bristling up will keep you away from it so they don't have to bite you. That's true. I know. I know. Men, we come with with baggage, but you know what? They got trunks, or they block trunks. You know, of stuff they got built up in them into a relationship. You know, uh, shiploads of things that they have to carry on with them. 
but when you see them smiling and nods, the eyes is looking nice and and, uh, and smiles come, you can't see a thing. So that's why I pray for God that we, that all men that are listening, but begin to pray for discerning spirit. You know, the God would the God would help discern. You know, give us. I think discerning is a road map in in our relationships. You know, the God would help uh-huh. us to see. The God would help us to see where we're going and how should I handle this situation, this conversation, this thing that's happening. So uh, prayer is definitely a a uh, a strength a, a strength and foundation that we can stand on through all Amen. of our that's what I believe. Prayer and communication is the key, man. That's what I got right Amen. now. Amen. And well, would you also, also agree or that once we have the communication? Um, look, how, hmm. I'm trying to think of a way, a way to put this. Maybe both parties have to compromise a little bit to reach an agreement that's going to be beneficial for the couple. Now, now this for me, I have an issue with that word compromise, me personally. Yeah. Because the word okay. God don't compromise. Doesn't compromise. You know, uh-huh. and now if you're saying we're going to compromise ourselves. You can't compromise unless you compromise into the word of God, in my opinion. Now, if you have uh-huh. to, you just say, we're we having a disagreement, and we're going to agree just to disagree, well, that's a problem because yeah. nobody still walk around here with an issue that haven't been resolved. However, if you go by the word of God and we go to the word and we get in the beat, in the meat, and we start, well, this is what the word of God says. Now, we're going to compromise together to the word of God. I have an issue with that. But for me, this is just, if we raising our kid and you got an issue with the way I talk to my son or this here and so you feel believe he shouldn't be disciplined in this. Well, that's, no, that's a problem because it's a, you should support the discipline of our kids in a certain way. I'm, I just don't, with the word compromise, we use that too freely. Everybody wants to compromise everything. And it's, that's why we have issues in the church right now because they're compromising the word of God. There was a song called No Compromise. You know, nobody want to live by the structure of God. Everybody want to do it their way. Uh-huh. And that's my issue with the word compromise. So I, I don't like to use the word compromise when I'm talking to my wife. I mean, we're going to agree or we're not going to agree. Yeah, we yeah. can reach an agreement. We can come together and yeah. agree. But we cannot compromise. We cannot. Um, uh, uh, because you're leaving too many matters unresolved. And there's too many um, doors open. There's too many cuts exactly. open and not not healed up yet. Compromise. Well, okay. I do I, I, I'm, I'm not too big on compromising. Especially either or. Black, black, white, yes or no, on or off. Book closed, book open. Did I hear someone say either or? Right or wrong. Right or wrong. Right or wrong? There's nothing in between. There's no scripture uh, in between these scriptures, Lord of God. There, there's no, there's no um, fine line. There's no in between the lines of my my book, my Bible. Uh, it is what it is. It's black and white, black letters and white pages. That's it. That's how a relationship should be. Uh huh. With red writing every once in a while. Red writing every once in a while, you know, to reverence. And uh, I, I believe that, that I believe that there's nothing. Either you married to me or you're not. Either you <laughs> do this thing or we're not. Either you're going to serve God with me or not. That's it. Point blank. Okay, but you're going to do this thing. You're going to serve the Lord or not. You're going to get the people that's going to hear this, and, and they're going to be thinking that as you're saying that it's my way or no way. No, 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 no. no. Are we going to do this thing together or not? You know, it's, it's, no, it's, it's not my way or the highway. No, it, it's his way, should I say. It's his way because even God is telling us he don't want you loose, warm. He wants you either hot or cold. You know, I feel the same way too. Baby, either you hot or you cold. We're going to do this or we're not. The same no. thing, I believe. 
my my thing is not the compromising of the word of God. That's why yes. I, said, I have an issue with that. I'm not going to compromise the word of God intentionally. Right. That's not what I'm going to do. So we we sit down there and we complain and we, we complain about everything in this world. We complain about everything, and we do whatever we want to do until we need God. Then everybody want to cry and, and fall on their knees and, and, and God, please, 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 but stop compromising. Sometimes, yeah. I know sometimes standing firm means you got to stand alone. It kind of sometimes being standing under word of God means nobody else can like you. So don't compromise who you are and who the word of God, what the word of God means to you just because somebody else soon is going to get hurt. I mean, this is going to work within the word. The word of God is going to stand on its own. You know, it, the word of God is not going exactly. to sit down for any situation. Yeah. But let's look at on, yes, on a practical day-to-day basis in the home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do those same rules apply for everything yeah. but in the household setting? When it comes to compromising, it's uh-huh. based on how you going how the home is based on how your life, how you live your life. If you gonna live your, if, are you gonna live your life stringent only on based on the word of God? Or are you gonna live your life on assuming that I can do whatever I want to do regardless of what? Okay. You know, if you gonna live your life based on what God asks you to do, and understand, because it's a thin line when. We get a lot of Christians, in my opinion, walk around, and just because we know we're forgiven by the blood of Christ, just because we know he died on care and why, we can just get comfortable doing whatever we want to do and whatever we desire to do, and and, and that's a problem. You know, mm-hmm. for me, it's a problem to get to be comfortable in this sin. I don't know, Sam. I think we should uh, still, we need to have eyes to see that, there's maturity. We still have to mature. On the ball, yeah. we still have to grow. We're still learning, right? See, that's we all are. I see where you think that where you feel like the, the compromising kind of comes in. I see if you oh, you can say, hey, we're still grow, we're still growing, we're still learning. But then that compromise can kind of seep in there. It can kind of sneak in there in the midst of that. We're still growing. Uh, there's room for this. There's room for mistakes. You know, uh, and, and stuff. I don't. I don't. So much to see. I see how what you mean. How the compromising can, can easily get in there. That's why you got to be careful, man. That's why we got to stick with the word of God with our wives on a daily basis, folks praying together, and, and being. We got to be that sensitive to the word of God. We supposed to make it to heaven and, and keep it all obstacles and, and all mess and all uh, uh, confusion out of our life and relationships. We have to mature. We got to stay in prayer. With our wives. Now, at the end all of the right. day, we all going to be just upon our own personal relationship with Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Not, not no one else's, but that's just me. I mean, it's hard for me to just agree and say I'm going to just compromise on the Word of God. I'm going to live my life to the best of my ability based on, on, on the Word of God. That's me. Yeah. Not saying I'm perfect. <laughs> However, I'm not going to compromise just to make me feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. This, this brings me to another point that you know that maybe yeah. we should get into or uh, delve into a little bit more, and that is well, if, if that's the case, is how do we handle disagreements within the relationship? I'm learning. I'm learning. Communication, communication, uh, honest, true communication. And you got to have six in the relationship. Everything is not going to go. I mean, as long as it's done right. You don't get in an argument and just agree to something that you know is wrong just to go with, oh, it's wrong and it'll make you happy. No. Because you got to learn from that. The whole thing is learning. We none of know it all, but we're learning to do it right. So I'm not going to agree with something that's wrong, meaning compromise, just to make peace in the household. No. We sit down and we're going to break this down then so we can both get a better understanding of why it should be this way. Therefore, we're not compromising who we are and compromising the water God. Let's break it down. Like you're eating fish. Let's pull some of this meat off and throw the bones away. 
at the end of the day, we both have learned, and we, we got involved in putting all this stuff out of the world and turning it into a molehill, and now you got a divorce at hand. So I'm, nobody understands or understood what was going on. Yeah, I um, what uh, I found, I tried both of these things. So trying to work this thing out with communication right after the argument breaks out, still trying to be cool. No, she, 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 what it is, she'll instantly uh, have a problem. Then they get over, they, they don't get over arguments fast as up as, as I do. You know, uh, I get forgive. You got to forgive. You got to go away and pray immediately. Cause that's the second thing. So don't sit down and try to talk. You go away, walk away when an argument breaks out, walk away. They go pray, sit in the car, go for a walk, go sit in the park, and they got and pray for her. God, forgive us. I give her you. I give I give me to you, God, and I give the situation to you, Lord. And I I, I, I talk to you, Lord. I let you know my 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 part in this thing, God. And I was wrong in this and that. And then you can do what the word says. Go back and you repent to that person as you ask God for forgiveness. And then you go back and repent to that person, whether they accept it or not. Then, uh, and then you walk away, and then that, and this is what happens to me. This is how it happens. This is how you know God's working. She comes back and says, "Hey, you know, I was wrong. I apologize for saying this or saying that, and I, baby, I already forgave you. You know, I, I apologize for for how I have uh, made me and my wife. We try not to go to bed at night angry at each other. Oh no, 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 that's not an option." That's that was, I'm not gonna lay down each other's light, lay down inside each other without speaking. You know, that that's that's a no no. We got an issue. We try to resolve that matter before it's nighttime, before it's time to go to bed. See what I need. What I need. The name of this show is "What a Man Wants, What a Man Needs." I need that uh, forgiveness. I'm not perfect all the time. I need to uh, to communicate with my wife in the area when I especially I mess up. Um. Which is, you know, I'm gonna say a whole lot, but I'm gonna say I have my part. I'm fortunate. <laughs> I'm not gonna, but uh, I, I need that uh, that forgiveness. I need to know she will forgive, because if your heart is hardened still after something that happened um uh, three years ago, then I don't know how how we gonna um, make it. I know we can do all things about Christ Jesus strengthen us, but it, it, that's, that's the process. If you forgive, you know. You say in prayer some more, you know, so this thing should come to pass, you know. I need right. forgiveness. I need forgiveness. I got to have right. So you said it's, it's important to know that when you do make a mistake, that that partner is going to forgive you, and y'all going to be able to go on from there. And talk about it if we need to. Talk okay. And, uh, Talk about it, and, and then move on from there, and just continually to build, yes, not let that be continue a stumbling block for but build on and go forward from there. Continue to go forward, yes, sir. I mean, yes, now sir. this has happened in relationships, you know. Sometimes, you know, um, and it, it works. It works. It works. If she, she forgives Amen. right away. It works if you go away. If an argument breaks out and pray, it works and it's quick. It's healing. That's the growth I think God is looking for in our relationship. I believe that it works. I'm telling everybody it works. Go away, y'all get in an argument. Go away, walk away, drive away, sit in the car and pray and give yourself to God and ask God for forgiveness. Pray for her. Come back an hour later on, you know, and then confess. Right. Because I'm sorry. Even though it wasn't your fault, you say, God, you say, baby, it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, you go, and go and she, she, and you go sit in the room and turn your TV on and be still and know that God is God. This stuff, the word God is true. It works. This stuff happens and it works, man. It works. See, so it that's works. a tip that a lot of men maybe could put into their arms. Walk away, pray. And let God do his work. Let God do what he's going to do. And then come back and, and look at the situation. Instead yes, of us getting into our own macho there and maybe let things escalate to a point. They don't want to see it. Go there. 
And I hope to yeah. help somebody on uh, today with some of the things that we said. And, you know, maybe we, we need to get together and go a little bit more deeper into this. But, again, I thank yeah. you guys so much for being with us today on this. And we're going to end this, you know, in prayer where we started it. And we're going to ask yes, that if, if possible, we may be able to come back together again and do this again. So we want to get this with a word of prayer, <laughs> and then we'll be able to come back and do it again. God's will. Yeah. Let us look to the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for what our ears have heard on today. Father, for being able to bless us the way that you have. And Father, we thank you for being able to, uh, to allow us to be able to speak on these situations. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.